Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at audiblepodcast.com slash sorgatronmedia. Over 75,000 titles to choose from for your iPod, iPhone, or MP3 player. This is the Aaron Sheik. You listen to the Mayhem Show. Iran, number one. Russia, number one. USA, ah, Wrestling Mayhem Show dot com. It's the best day of the week. Today is the day that you have chosen to listen to the Wrestling Mayhem Show. This is DJ Lunchbox putting it the fuck down for you. Let's fucking do this. Monday night, you know it must be raw Leaders being a whore and not wearing a bra Seen his damn belt still spinning around his waist I can ship at a rhymes on what comes out of his face Tuesday night and it's EC dub Michael Q. Knoxville join the club If you think of the shit, scream out Boop boop, this ain't EC dub And we can tell that too Wednesday night, ROH on DVD The best wrestling on the planet to the nth degree Joe Damon's delirious, Daniel Sidney Kid Mikazi, Homicide, The Rock, Wilder's and Kansas Kobashi Thursday night, TNA on Spike Bruce is broken so that Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Wrestling Mayhem Show 240. Everybody decided to message me at the same time. Holy crap. Uh, <laughs> we are, oh wow, we're back from the break. We had a little bit of a interesting pre-predictive show for Hell in the Cell and everything. And, hmm. uh, and we're going to get ready. We got lots of stuff to get into tonight. We got, got lots of TNA news. We got lots of... Thoughts. WWE for the last like week and a half. We're gonna be getting into it, guys. I think the fists, the fists are gonna be up on this one. Uh, but let's go. We're flying. Let's go right through to the panel that has showed up so far. First of all, straight out of Texas, the Wrestle Woo! fan, dude. Yes. I did not realize how close to the Gulf you were, dude. Until like, well, you're you're. Wow, really? What, no, no. What, what, what? Your Google Latitude or something from your phone hit me up, and I'm like, wow, he that that is a coastal town. I did not realize that. Um, but how yeah, you do? It's like right there. It's the, there's the ocean right over there. Okay, right there. Right. Wait, you can see my finger. <laughs> right there. That you go. Way. There you go. Just turn your computers the right way, and that that makes sense, right? Um. See? <laughs> and of course, with him is Mad Mike, straight out of the Bronx, New York City. We're in the shades at night. I am, I am full of flash, full of dash, full of hope, but not if you smoke dope. I'm dashing. <laughs> wow, wow, fantastic! Don't, don't do drugs, kids. Don't do I drugs, kids. That now, uh, actually, if you do drugs, you'll be the TNA champion. There you go, and we'll be talking about that for sure. Um, and speaking of yes. the angry side of that, DJ Launchbox will be joining us shortly. He had a little bit of trouble with the Skype. Uh, he should be joining us uh, momentarily. Uh, anyways, uh, Mega Sorg, interesting from the chat room. Uh, we got lots of people. We got people hopping in the chat room. Uh, uh, Prince Magnus, uh, Riz IUP, of course, is in there. Juggalo John, who joined us uh, in the chat room for awesome cast before this. Uh, Hot Wheels. Mad Mike, of course, and uh, the usual the usual list of people. Um, Hot Wheels, as always, is leading the way. As always, he's leading <laughs> the way. Hey, Wheels, I'll see you Saturday night, sir. Uh, we'll do some more gold videos. Um, that's not supposed to sound naughty like I think it just did. Uh, anyways, uh, if you're catching this on, on uh, delayed on the iTunes and all that stuff, uh, we do this live 8 p.m. Eastern Time, live.sorgatronmedia.com. We're on Ustream. Uh, but you can get to us there. Uh, 
check us out over at wrestlingmayhemshow.com to get all your updates and blog posts and mayhem fancy mayhem football updates um Shit, also at may whoops yeah at mayhem show on twitter sorry about that um it was a, i'm sure was i lost week. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure i lost wait wait what else where's all the rest of my deals at mayhem show on twitter uh you can also <laughs> email us at good time at com. it's dying we need to bring mayhem missy back just to do it again i, um, I don't have the girl voice not anymore. Or the girl voice isn't puberty a, be- a bitch? Uh, and of course, call us up four one two two zero six WMS zero. We got plenty of fan mail and and voicemails and everything to get to here over the last two weeks. Uh, so we'll get right into that. Uh, I think we have someone knock knock knocking our Skype room door. Oh jeez. Um, <laughs> of course, please check out Mayhem Gold app on your iPhone, where you can get the gold stuff. Where we're going crazy before we have like 15 minutes of footage. I don't know what all's going to get in there uh, from this episode, but please go check that out. Uh, oh, that's interesting. And even if you don't have an iPhone, download the app anyway because it helps us out. Exactly. It, it, it goes into the mayhemness. Uh, you just got the numbers back from last, last month. There's still a lot of you guys downloading it. Thank you very much for the support. Everybody that's listening to this or, or checking out the bonus stuff on the, on the mayhem show app. Please remember those buttons are right in there for you to call us on the hotline. So you don't have to remember that number on your iPhone. And there is speculation of iPad and Android versions coming very soon. So we'll be, uh, keeping an eye out for that and you'll be the first to know. Uh, all you guys out there. Well, of course, this works on the iPad. Uh, also, Mayhemware. There's a couple new shirts up there. Uh, let me let me get the details. There's also a <laughs> sale going on through Spe- Spreadshirt. If uh, you're interested in that, if you've been holding off for a bit, you can get 15% off uh, ordering. It's for Halloween, so it's if you order <laughs> black, white, or gray apparel, which I think all of our T-shirts are black, so it makes sense. Uh, <laughs> Uh, go over there. Uh, you can get 15% off, uh, $30, $30 or more. Uh, and we have a couple new shirts that we posted within the last week. Um, let me, let me get these up here. Just remember which ones I posted. Uh, there's, uh, I, I am, I am real wrestle fan is up there. And that's a nice mustache. That's a little inside joke for the awesome cast, if you're interested in that. Uh, so go check that out. WrestlingMayhemShow.com. We got the Mayhem Wear. You can check out all the Mayhem Wear, uh, including logo shirts, do indie wrestlers, support indie wrestling, support Mayhem, uh, stuff like that. Again, that we don't get anything from that. That is just please show your support literally on your sleeve uh, with the Mayhem Wear. Um, so guys, let's, uh, also, uh, we're looking, we're looking for guest hosts here and there, you know, coming for the round table discussion. We're actually also thinking about letting uh, other podcasters come in a little bit of cross promotion. If you're interested or know somebody that, that should be, uh, uh, thought of for, for that kind of guest host position, please hit us up at good times at wrestling mayhem show.com. Uh, ideally somebody on Skype, uh, you know, with a good microphone and headphones knows how to use that stuff. If, if you're pretty comfortable with that, hit us up. Uh, we'll work with you. Um, and, and, you know, get a little bit of mix in there. Hot Wheels has been in here. Riz has been in here. Um, you know, we've had, we have had a little bit of variety going on. Uh, so it's kind of nice. It's kind of nice. Uh, here's a note. I'm going to wait for LB to get back and, uh, let's get right into the fan mail guys. Fan uh, mail. let's roll up. Do we want to tackle first? Well, I, we're starting oldest to newest. I think it'll help us remember days gone by <laughs> when we didn't have a show last Tuesday. <laughs> so. <laughs> uh, this is 
No, this isn't right. This is from two days ago. Hold on. Something's not right here. Don't we have a uh, Burkhead? Is it Burkhead? Well, Burkhead's a new one. No, I think he sent one last week, too. Hold on. I, maybe I don't have it pegged correctly. Uh, I have the old Burkhead one, if you want me to do that. <laughs> uh, from September 28th? No, from See. October 5th, Sork. Okay, somebody read that, because apparently I lost <laughs> it. God, oh, I see it so now. I there see it now. Do, do you want me to do it? Uh, yeah, go go ahead, Bad Mike. All right, all right. Good evening, WMS peeps. Yes. Yes, average Mad Mike. Fuck you, sir. Thank you. <laughs> yes, average Mad Mike. There are things more important than listening to the entire WMS podcast. Lies. No, that that's all right. I don't even want to read the rest of this because that's not true. First of all, you 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 spelled there wrong. <laughs> and there aren't any more. This is not the grammar cast. Let's let's get over it. <laughs> yes. Alright, fine. One being making money. It takes a lot of money to keep myself stunning. I doubt that. Six <laughs> You and your rhymes. Yeah, seriously. Sit back and take notes because well well all know being stunning is far better than being dashing. Now, hmm. WrestleFan, we know if I step foot in your homeland of Texicano. They would surrender to me in 60 seconds and crown me king. Because I'm stunning Sean, and that's how I roll. We don't have kings, we have dictators, Artard. <laughs> we don't have dictators either, moron. Uh, anyway, so, Cena lost to Hell in a Cell and is a member of Nexus. Woo! My, first, my first thought was he would destroy them from within. Two words. Raw <laughs> open up with laying waste to Trevor... And the GM order Cena. God, <laughs> are you in, are you trying to impersonate Juggalo Jamie? Is that is that what's going on here? All right. The raw GM then orders Cena to follow Barrett, or he would be fired. The show ended with Barrett and Cena as the two last com- as the last two combatants in the battle royal, and Cena took the dive for Barrett. My question is this: How long do you see Cena being a member of being a member? And how will he cause Nexus to crumble from within? What? I can see Cena turning the A-lister himself against Barrett. Anyhow, they have found a way to keep the Nexus storyline going. Well, until next week, remember, dashing people may wear their sunglasses at night, but stunning ones leave with the dashing's girlfriend. Yeah, this is, this is the disadvantage of not having a Mayhem show last week. I forgot I was super excited after Hell in the Cell. <laughs> Because of the Cena thing. Yes. Dan, those John Cena fans got their comeuppance. Oh, man, did they? Did they? Um, yeah, I, I, well, the most tremendous thing I thought, you know, not so much this week, uh, but last week when everybody was chanting, uh, uh, don't give up. <laughs> I mean, that was that was pretty cool, actually. You know, I that mean, that's, that's I mean, that's that something really that wasn't piped in. I, I okay, really I hope it was. was. I, I started thinking about that when he didn't get that reaction this week so much, which I, I, yeah. I'm not sure. I, I don't think there was much of the chanting uh, as far as that goes at the end there. I think it's more just cheering for him to, you know, do something. Um, but it's. Well, the, it is a hard chant to do for a WWE crowd. Yeah, they're not that smart. <laughs> there <laughs> well, you go. Know, so automatically, we go to that. Because, no, because they're composed of five year olds. That's the thing. <laughs> No, but yeah, Cena was crying at the end of Raw last week, and his tears transferred into my tears of joy. (laughs) (laughs) 
How is your God now? <laughs> <laughs> and show title. Wow. <laughs> yes. How is your God now? Wow. Oh, Waffle Boy. I have a I have a unlimited smile on my face. Oh boy. Oh, Waffle Boy. But you know, but seriously though, it really is it's it's an intriguing storyline. It's something feels different, you know, it's not just your NWO thing, you know. Uh they're really kind of, you know, pushing the limits and they're giving him a, a new kind of trial as you the, know as, the as the hero. Different? What's that? John Cena is the, the Superman that he used to be anymore. Exactly. <laughs> He's not out there just tearing people apart and be like, I can do whatever one I want to do. No, he, he has this and he has a very real, uh, it, it, it's, 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 it's one of the few times where there's a, a consequence to his actions, you know, that instead of him just, just, you know, blowing over the competition and, this and is, this is without a doubt the most interested I've been in Cena ever. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. He's a sad Cena. <laughs> <laughs> Cena's Cena's <laughs> lost his smile. Um, he lost his smile. After after we finish the um, fan mail, mm. I'm going to put a link in the chat room. Something I kind of figured out on my own. Okay. While I was watching Raw last night, and I want to know what you guys think of it. But I'll let, I'll finish the chat. Okay, that's that's cool. I I think we're going to get to a lot of our discussion during the course of these emails too. So mm-hmm. I, we'll, we'll see. And we do have a couple of voicemails. Uh, but we'll roll right through it. Um, <laughs> I'll, here, here's a little more kind of on the same thing. Uh, this one's from, uh, Pierre Kelly. Uh-huh. Um, our only, uh, uh, proclaimed by us French, French. listener. Um, but it's, I think he's from Atlanta, which is, yeah, they have a French quarter. Kind of there, I'm sure it's Frenchish, right? I mean, did they settle they there? I think the French, French uh, little known fact, the French definitely settled Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> there you go. Uh, to the time, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> to the WMS Nation, I cannot believe why John Cena joined the Nexus at Hell in a Cell. Ever since Ricky Ricky Morton joined the York Foundation or Hulk Hogan joined the NWO. Ricky Morton in the York Foundation? Somebody Wow. <laughs> Obscure yeah, reference. Is, is that something that yeah. is that something Hutch from Berg's Eye View might know? Um oh, hey. no, no, Sork, Sork. Trust me. That was big back in the day. That was big back in the day. Okay. That was big. I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. Um, I have to tell you that's, I have to tell that someone named Husky Harris did nail scene in the head. And, uh, yeah, Grant, this is from October 4th, guys. Um, so I think it was before Raw last week. Um, did nail scene in the head and the pinfall was awarded to Barrett because I would have seen Cena win it with his special moves. Uh, but good luck to him, uh, being a new member of the Nexus. It makes me wonder why, uh, did he turn his back on the WWE universe? And why is it that the fan favorites down, why it was the fan favorites downfall? Uh, every, elsewhere, it was Kane versus Taker match in which Taker would take the belt with help from Paul Bearer, but it, the urn, but the urn turned out to be a flashlight. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Did the WWE deserve this match? It seemed that the Phenom was helpless until the Big Red Machine choke slammed him and uh, kept the title to make Paul join him. Uh, this turned out to be a main event gone wrong. As for Hell in a Cell, uh, it was a pretty good was pretty good nonetheless. I got to run everyone. Pierre K, aka Mister Techwood Drive. Anyways, wow. uh, you know, I, I was actually listening to Between the Ropes from last week, uh, recently today actually. Uh, and, and man, people really crapped on the, uh, the, the, the big show or big show undertaker, uh, Kane hell in a cell. Um, I can't, yeah. I can't, I can't say that I, 
I didn't get the, I, I wasn't really into it, but I didn't think it was that bad. It's kind of what I expected from these two guys at this point. Well, it wasn't bad. I mean, like just the Randy Orton Sheamus match wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. It's just the fact that I think people are just tired that you know Hell in the Cell isn't what it's supposed to, or what it used to be. Yeah, they beat the crap out of each other. They went outside. They did this and that, and uh, they didn't even. Or well, there's no well, can and take it went outside, but I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's it's one of those like. Yeah, kind of how we're excited. Just... Kind of how we're excited because Cena has a consequence to his actions, like we we're just talking about. When you go into Hell in a Cell, the consequence of your actions is you get cut open. Okay, yeah. something bad happens to your body. You get thumped around, you get thrown around. Uh, everybody's. I don't think people are very excited by uh, by uh, uh, the use of the steps these days because apparently yeah. since we can't uh, uh, hit people with chairs as often, that's what we use now. Um, but the thing is, like. If you watch like the commercials of them building to Hell in the Cell, they mm-hmm. built it like it was like a big natural disaster, like it was the most destructive thing you've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And obviously, it's not anymore. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's it's it, they really subdued it between this and last year's show. Um, the thing I was worried about uh, with the Hell in the Cell, if they did start bleeding like Hardway, uh, were yeah, they going to stop? Were they going to get in there? Were they going to get in there and stop the match? <laughs> no, Kate. Kane was bleeding, you guys. He was. Kane got cut open from the steps. The, uh, what, yeah. Was it? Was he the one that was get cut open, like on the bridge of the nose or something? I mean, I think I'm mixing it no, up with he TNA. He got cut up on the back of the head. He did. He did. Okay. Um, oh, and they didn't Jacob go in. Good night. But I guess, but I think that's what Sorg said about you know if they couldn't have done anything to stop it, they couldn't have been like, oh, we got to stop the match, raise the cell, let's get in there. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. It kind of takes away from that. They stopped during the uh, Ed Swagger match when Swagger got uh, his lip busted. I don't think so. No, No. it was just his lip. You're not going to suture up a a lip like that. Yeah, I honestly think they've realized that if someone accidentally gets busted open, then they really need like they can't come in and fix it up anymore mm-hmm. yeah I like i understand them i understand them go ahead i was just gonna say the only reason they did it during the cena match the iron man one mm-hmm. was because it was only like 10 minutes into the match yeah and they were doing spots in the crowd mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah good point that's a really good point yeah but yeah my thing is like i i actually do respect the fact that uh wwe is keeping um from doing like uh, blading, because uh, I mean it's better for the wrestlers and it's you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I, unfortunately, I think it's it's really kind of coming off the wrong way with the crowd, especially versus what we've seen the last two weeks for TNA, and yeah, yeah, w- which we'll we'll get into a bit. Uh, well, I think it's every right for TNA to use that and say, oh well, they don't have blood on their show. Well, they're, they're, we have blood on ours. That's something different. Yeah, I, I understand. We, we went so many years where the blood got abused. Like between the yeah. ECW stuff, between the Attitude Era, era uh, and it just got abused. And and we had really bad incidents, like when uh, Eddie Guerrero went into shock for how much blood he lost the one night uh, right. against JBL. I mean, that you know those sorts of incidents. And yeah, we're worried about you know the safety of these guys. But this is one of those things that I I think really wrestlers expect to do is 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 Blade going in. I, and it just it, when you do something when it's like it's a cage match, what is running into a cage face first supposed to mean? The guy bleeds. We've been. Yeah, uh, I, I think another show I heard them arguing this is like you, you you were taught that that steel cage was a cheese grater for your forehead. OK, yeah. 
and, and, and now it's not anymore all of a sudden. I mean, people were getting rammed in that all night and there's not one drop, you know, relatively not one drop of blood. You know, I think, I think blading's fine if it means something. Exactly. Exactly. Well, that's like if it's a cage match or even I, if it's like I a agree with you guys, match. but I have to say that, um, WWE isn't as uh, interested in keeping their old viewers around as they are getting new viewers and getting younger viewers. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're trying to bring a whole new crowd in and they're not paying attention to the people who have been bringing them to the game in the first place. Mm-hmm. But also, you have to remember, um, I think people are so bloodthirsty these days that, you know, people are thinking, well, I see a lot of blood in UFC. I see a lot of blood in TNA. But you have to keep in mind that TNA, they tape like three shows within three days, and then the guys basically have three weeks off. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's UFC. Christ. One UFC fight, the guy may not fight again for six months. If a year. Like, yeah, they have time to recover. Mm -hmm. WWE guys can't go bleeding every night. I'm pretty sure, aren't they... they, uh... Aren't they on a tour to Mexico this week? Yeah, which usually, I think so. Which usually means uh, that means they've they got done, you know, Monday, Tuesday night with their tapings for the shows this week, and they're off to Mexico. That's it. You know, they're they're going from some of those guys Seattle to to Mexico, and they're going to be gone until they do the show next week. You know, that's that's a yeah. whole that's a whole week and a half on the road. So yeah, it it, it is more to it. You know, I mean, you know, and what not to mention, they actually travel places. Yeah. Whereas TNA doesn't. Yeah. But again, you know, really, you know, TNA's, TNA doesn't have the infrastructure to do that, but they're getting, they're getting more to it. So, um, we got a couple more voice. No. Email. Emails <laughs> here. Fan uh, I, I'll take the uh, next, <laughs> fan, I, I'll take the next fan mail. Okay. From, uh, it's okay. Hello, my name is Jimmy, and I've been listening to the Wrestling Mayhem show now for about a year. I and I have to say that this is the best darn podcast of all time. Thank you all for giving us this podcast every week. I so look forward to it every Wednesday morning when I crank up my iTunes feed for some podcasts to listen to at work. Awesome. But enough of that. There are a couple of things I like to speak upon. First off, this is not a knock on TNA. I like some things TNA does, but why in the blue hell did TNA put the world title on Meth Hardy? <laughs> we need to call him that from now on. Meth There's Hardy. Fat Hardy and Meth Hardy. Fat and Meth, the Hardy boys. <laughs> For starters, I understand him turning heel is a big deal with the amount of fans he has, but why put the belt on someone that instead of being in the main event needs to be in jail or rehab for his drug issues? It's like TNA is like, hey, don't worry about your legal troubles. Let's, you. te- let's teach little kids that you can be caught with drugs and still be world champion. Yes, I know some past WWE stars have also been caught with drugs and then on to win world championships. But in the aftermath of the Chris Benoit, which, by the way, I don't condone what he did in his final hours, but it's still, he's still one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. Mm-hmm. I thought wrestling as a whole was going to crack down on all of that kind of stuff and punish the ones that didn't comply. But anyway, sorry to rant on that. I just wanted to t- let y- get y'all's opinion on the subject. Before I go, though, just recently I discovered the awesomeness of Madman Pondo oh. through YouTube. Oh, man. <laughs> the match he had with Ian Rotten was just insanely crazy. As always, thanks again, Sorg, Dashing Mad Mike, Russell Fan, and the Super Pimp. 
DJ Lunchbox for a hey. great wrestling podcast. I haven't talked about Madman Pardo for a while on here, have I? Uh, I don't know if he's doing, he's run, he runs, I think, IWA East Coast. Help me out, so, guys. Yeah. Uh, I know we've, we've, we've seen it. I think that's the one that had Tracy Smothers versus the Guar guy in uh, Loser Lee's Earth match. Um, <laughs> they have a lot of JCW Juggalo Championship Wrestling guys there. Uh, yeah, I, I had a, the fortune to attend a few seminars at the Gathering of the Juggalos a, a few years back with Madman Pondo with some interesting stories. Uh, so much, so much influence that I, I, I named our, our dog Pondo, which I had to give to our in-laws. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wow. <laughs> They they don't know the reference, but it's a cool name. Uh, Good. <laughs> I just think you misheard one hundred one Dalmatians. That could be. That could be. Uh, and, and, yeah, and I should. Oh, go ahead. I, I share the sentiments on Chris Benoit. I have the the Chris Benoit Hard Knocks DVD, and I've been wanting to watch it again. To be completely honest, <laughs> and, and it keeps coming up. Like uh, you know, I got that SummerSlam anthology, uh, the the last volume, and and the WrestleMania stuff. You know, with them on there. You know, and every time, once in a while, like I come up to that, and it's like, all right, cool. You know, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're, you're like, oh, okay, no, Chris Benoit, say. but it's Chris Benoit. Uh, but he was, he was Sork. such a great talent. But he's a great wrestler. He was. Uh, hmm. um, I had to sit through the uh, WrestleMania 20 main event match, mm-hmm. uh, the main event rematch at Backlash when it was in Edmonton. Oh and, boy! And Benoit's family was ringside. Oh, oh god! Oh, that, was god. Most, that was the that's most uncomfortable weird. I've ever Ooh. been at work. <laughs> that was the that's most weird. uncomfortable I've ever been. Wow! Jeez. <laughs> but yeah, going back to Meth Hardy. Uh, <laughs> fat. Yeah, Meth Hardy. Meth Hardy. Yeah, uh, I agree with what he says about you know, hey, you do drugs, but you can still be champion. Yeah. It was kind of, but I would, I know they would never do this because it couldn't be done, but I would love for them to use his drug trials as part of the storyline <laughs> as him. As, like he gets the attitude of like, I can do drugs whenever I want and I don't have to go to prison. That'd be a good angle though. <laughs> Did you just turn him into Cartman from the Maury Povich show on South Park? <laughs> Whatever. I do so, what I want. Side note. I uh, be TNA I swan time into a pile of coke. Do you guys remember when uh, RVD got pulled over for pot? Just for pot. Him and Sabu. Sabu got pulled over for pot. He was both the WWE and heavyweight champion at the same time. And that very next day, bam. He had both of those titles off, and he was off TV for a while. Yeah, well, well he was. Uh, well, he had WWE and ECW title. Uh, he, he only oh, had yeah, him a few true. weeks. Yeah, he got <laughs> what he got beat on Raw for one. He got beat on ECW for the next one, the other one, the next night, and he was gone. He mm-hmm. was just gone. They're like, well, that was a bad week for that guy. And that was the death of ECW because that's that's what that's yeah. the difference between WWE and TNA. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So TNA's like whatever, we'll bribe a judge. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> uh, and that at least have money to bribe a judge. They, give, they just gave a hundred thousand dollars to a guy who's retiring. <laughs> and, and, that's, and, they, that's, and they gave uh, fifteen thousand to a um, prostitute. Oh, oh, we're not gonna get into that. <laughs> what? <laughs> we'll we'll discuss it we'll, later. We'll get, okay, that's for the news story. feed later. Okay, we'll get into that. Um, and and somebody actually, I think, brings something up. Hey, wait, I know what you're talking about. And yeah, we will talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Another one from a uh, more recent one from Sean Burkhead. Um, wait, is, is that right? Am I accurate in that? Yes, I think I am. Yes. 
Uh, yes. Oh, God. Sorry about that, guys. Uh, it, it, it's greetings with WMS peeps. It's I, the stunning one himself. Uh, TNA live impact was nothing special. Mickey James' return to TNA was a fail. Not that her fault. Was. I did enjoy her promo. What's that? No, I thought it was pretty good. Oh, yeah. I didn't think there was anything wrong with the women's stuff at all. Uh, to be honest. Except that she didn't know who the champion was, but. Oh, whatever. yeah. <laughs> well, you know, let's, let's be honest. Um, the question is why use her in that position? I wasn't feeling bound for glory or bond for glory, for uh, glory. after this impact. Bond. Um, as far as using her in that, I think they just signed her up. And since they already had the title match going, you know. Yeah. yeah but yeah, but why? TNA could have just added her to the match. They could have, but there's no precedence for it. Hey, this is them actually using a little bit of logic and not just throwing somebody into a title match because they're a name from another company. Uh, now, just wait, I might be proven wrong. I, I, I'm sure she'll. I, don't do spoilers, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure she'll get right into it right after this pay per view. But they were building this up for a while, so they're going with it. <laughs> and I thought I she was a good that. twist to it. What's that? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> so on the best show of the week, Friday Night SmackDown. Uh, this was a well put together show. They, uh, built their main event by recap all the interactions Ray and Del Rio had over the past weeks and the match delivered. Uh, we also had a solid match by Edge and Jack Swagger. If TNA wanted to rip ideas off, I suggest they Deals, steal ideas. from SmackDown. Hey. Uh, well, uh, WrestleFan, you were saying about how you really enjoyed that show and, and I enjoyed a lot of it too. It it was it was a great put together uh, show. Uh, the Del Rio uh, Ray match was actually was definitely really good. Um, it was a lot of great stuff. Um, it was a lot of you know, I I complain a lot about the PG rating, mm-hmm. but I but I think through some way the PG rating has made WWE step up on their wrestling. Yeah, well, SmackDown's always been really good for having some good wrestling matches. Now, uh, right. uh, the problem is sometimes those those good wrestling matches are between Matt Hardy and what MVP, and you start losing interest, or you know, at a certain point. Yeah, because it's like really Ziggler, for for like... yeah for the third week in a row we have Zolf, Zolf, Dolph Ziggler and Zolf uh, Ziggler and uh, mm-hmm. and Kofi Kingston. Really, I mean, you know that that's where they start losing it. But they still have wrestling, you know. Yeah more wrestling than than, yeah, even, than the other I, shows. I said, like, even the women's match was decent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I gotta say, Edge being on that show makes it a lot more credible. It, oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. It, it, it makes they, it worth They needed someone like Edge on there. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so a way to make him uh, like face all of a sudden. Arguing over who the devil likes better. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Uh, moving on this, uh, I was sick Sunday night, so I actually paid thirty four ninety five for Bound for Glory. I heard it was more wow. for some other people. Uh, the, thirty four. Ooh. Yeah, that was that was twenty dollars more than you should wow. have paid. <laughs> no, you you could have gotten nineteen ninety six Bash of the Beach for ten dollars on eBay. No, hold on. <laughs> well, when we go into the indie segment, I'll tell you what you can get for thirty five or thirty four ninety five. All right, no, and, and, and and remind me later because I want to. Uh, maybe we'll do it this week or next. Uh, I wanted to go on a pretty good rant about those prices. Uh, even if Directv uh, was playing the Spanish, <laughs> the guns and. And Jen Me match, uh, was a great opening match, even if DirecTV was play- playing the Spanish audio. Uh, I had that problem for like 20 minutes, but hey, was, was that really a problem? Hey, I've- well, in all defense, um, Raw is a lot better when you watch it with the Spanish announcers. <laughs> That is, that is the what I learned. This well, week. these days, well, these days. Uh, but hey, that was 
I found Taz in today's commentary as uh, was lacking. Uh, you know what? Taz doesn't know what's going on a lot of times. And now I know, Mike, you you've called that out before as like that's just TNA not making sense. No, I'm starting to blame Taz for this at this point because it yeah, seemed to happen TNA's a lot. It had seemed to happen a lot on the pay per view. It depends on what part you're talking about because mm-hmm. there are some aspects that they don't say what the angle is. Yeah. <laughs> like like yeah. Sting, like that whole Sting and Nash thing for three months, there's not been actual angle. <laughs> they're just saying, oh, they're, they're, you you know what it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You you know. They, they're presuming, like, they're, no, they're, no, they're we presuming know. we all. We do not know at all. We're presuming we all read Rise and Fall of WCW at this point, and it's like, come yeah. on, guys. Um, yeah. See, that's, again, uh, that's, that's the difference. TNA assumes we know everything that happened in the past. WWE pr- likes to pretend that we have never seen wrestling before. But WWE sometimes references stuff like that, like the, the internet and everything, or reacts, makes a re- knee-jerk reaction to it, and I, it comes I off. I love when, uh, uh, it was two weeks ago, actually, when Michael Cole was like, my coal miners love when I say that. There is a Michael Cole fan group on Twitter called the Coal Miners. Oh, my God. Oh, it was, hey, good. They're, they're taking a more proactive uh, look at that. Yeah. So. No, but Mike, I thought you were going to make a comment about the uh, the remark Taz made during the Beautiful People entrance. Oh, my God. Wow. That was just wrong. That was. I don't know if anyone else heard it besides me, yeah. fan. Um, What's up? Taz said. Somebody's sure going to come. Oh no! <laughs> oh Taz. There's a Jerry, Law- Jerry Lawler did it right. Taz does not. No, and I think the problem also with Taz, like Jerry Lawler, is the guy that he shows up to the to the to the show. I'm pretty sure he does not do pre-show notes. He does not know the storylines going into the show that night as much sword, as like sword, sword. I have direct um. Proof he doesn't. Yeah, I will. I, I think he said in his own book that he doesn't, to be honest. Um, but I think Taz is trying to do that thing, but I don't uh, think he's as good at it. But see, the yeah. thing is, Jerry Lawler is used to flirting with women 35 years younger than he is. Okay. Oh, yeah. Taz, he's a very Taz, is, man. Taz is happily Taz is married and, and leads his, his, his kids' softball team. So. Uh, you know, it's like a completely different situation. I got you. I got you. Wow. I was, I heard that and I'm just like, I did like a double take. I'm like, he did not just say that. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> there you go. Um, oh, but we got, let me, let me finish this off so we could roll through the rest of this here. Uh, didn't like the knockouts match. Why flip the title around that much? Yeah, you know, it's, there's mm-hmm. worse when you have a million of them. Uh, secondly, yeah. why, why in the hell EV 2.0 <laughs> First, uh, EV 2.0 over Fortune in the Lethal Lockdown. Uh, Fortune should have gone over. I fell asleep during the Sting Pope Nash versus Jared Joe match. After like seeing I it, did. yeah, after seeing it on replay, I didn't miss much. A good main event with uh, an, a WCW awful ending. Uh, I'm fine with them turning hard to heel, but uh, do we have to re- relive 1996 all over again uh lastly i didn't know that mad mike was at bound for glory uh then i saw a poorly dressed guy attacking jay lethal they called him the shore uh what a what a poor Zack Ryder ripoff uh mad mike don't quit your day job until Wait, next hold- time forget dashing and be stunning hold on Ooh. hold on i'm primo and mad mike's robbie e there you go what the <laughs> there hell? Go. all right fine I'll, I'll take that you'll take that you're oh my <laughs> what's the guy's I'll name take that bro 
<laughs> What's the guy's name? I, I actually do like the short gimmick. It's kind of ah man. It's no. It's no. fucking retarded. Come on. Oh, I no, like. It's, it's I like that. I just, hold on, hold on. The best. The I best thing about the. Go ahead. Go ahead, lunchbox. What, what's happening? Who's going? You can go uh, ahead. Um, no, the best thing about the short gimmick is that it it brought in JWoww, and uh, that's a okay with. See, but this is the thing. I didn't like. I didn't like their segment on Impact on the live Impact. I thought it was kind of lame, mm-hmm. but I did like it when he attacked Jay Lethal at the pay per view because they need more X Division guys. To be honest, they no, need they more X Division guys to be X Division guys. They don't need more X Division guys. Who is who is Jay Lethal? Need- they Who is Jay Lethal going to defend the belt against now? <laughs> Amazing Red. You know, the guy that should have gotten a title rematch from when Jay Lethal uh, the, beat him. The guy that did win the title for like a night a few weeks ago? Exactly. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, but then after that, what? Yeah. Mm. Another match with Douglas Williams? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I was, I was surprised. People. I was surprised. Who? Brian, Brian Kendrick. Who's wrestling with the heavyweights. They have the exactly. entire Ring of Honor roster. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And just because Brutus is out for a while, put throw. Uh, I just had a on. very bad memory. Hmm. Why? Is that? I, I just had I just had an awful memory of when Sabu first went to TNA, and I was excited, and I wrote this big article about how he was going to make the X division what it needed to be. And oh god, oh I was so naive. Oh, as <laughs> the uh, uh, Brian Kendrick is brought up, Gen- Generation Me uh, by Riz. Yeah, but they, you know, they're tag teams. They won't, yeah. you know, actually get an X title match. Kendrick, I don't know what Kendrick's doing. All right, let's roll into the voicemail, guys. Kendrick's being high. Yeah, exactly. Now, oh, there's also a there's also a Riz hey, mail. But, um, oh, is there? Russell fan, if if you've noticed, being high is the surefire way to become a champion in TNA. It is a trend. It is a trend these days. But, um, but Jeff Hardy, Jeff Hardy, high, not Paul London high. <laughs> <laughs> or or RVD high. Jeez. Well, he was a champion for a little bit. Uh, somebody had that Rizmail handy because I don't uh, think I have I it marked. It. Okay. WMS, this is an open letter to TNA. Do with it what you please. Dear TNA, hi, I have been following TNA for a while now. Dot, dot, dot. A long, long while. For the past two months, though, I have felt my rage meter go through the roof with your company. Really? The past two months? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> As of late, you've managed to take a main event to determine wh- who the number one contender is for the world title match, having a tournament to determine the main event for Bound for Glory, turning the one-on-one match to a triple threat match. Then you have Abyss saying that at 10-10-10, someone is coming to TNA to change it, to change TNA, and doing so, attack Jeff Hardy, your new TNA champion, but we will get to that later. So two months of promotion have come down to this. Who's going to be the TNA World Champion? Who's they? What will they unveil? And honestly, how would TNA fuck this up? And boy, did they ever. They they wound... Yeah, that's wound. They wound up to be Jeff Hardy, (laughs) your new TNA champion, until he gets thrown in jail for his troubles. Eric Eric Bischoff, that douchebag of a prick... (laughs) Jeff Jarrett, I'm pretty sure I don't have to explain my reasonings for that one. And Hulk Hogan, the man who was the first real target of Abyss. How does any of this make any sense? Please, someone, a writer, a superstar, hell, get Finn's fucking Russo on this show and tell me how this (laughs) makes a lick of sense. In closing, I want TNA to succeed. I want TNA and WWE to become a dominant back and forth for years to come. I want TNA to be at the top of its game, but rehashing NWO 
for the 150th time is not going to work. Okay, now that I got that out of the way, back to the WMS mail. Hopefully next week I will have a lesser stressful topic. And by looking at the day of the week that I posted this, something more thought out of thought out and not rage filled until then filled with rage on a tuesday okay sunday <laughs> night riz <laughs> well there you go i, I think that that, that, that says sums up real nicely yeah it does and uh and he's right uh as, complicated. as far as it makes sense um yeah i'll i'll, I'll be honest with though i do hate it but I want to see what they're going to do on impact. Yeah. Yeah. They could go interesting Whoa, with this. No, you don't. Uh, no, stop, stop, stop. No. I, I don't mean the spoiler. So whatever. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'll, I'll ask, ask me again after Thursday. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> you're right over there. You don't want to see. Really oh man. Um, but I, I don't I'm think it's close to giving up to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't for your journalistic integrity, okay? Um, right, it's the news. to watch it. It's the news. Oh, you are required Jesus. to at least know what's going on, okay? Um, oh, oh, I can tell you exactly what's going on. I saw WCW in 2000. <laughs> <laughs> oh, other no, than no, that. Seriously, this is, this is the gritty reboot of the NWO. The gritty, it's the gritty reboot with the old grizzled veteran who walks out from the hospital and says, you know what, brother? We're getting the band back together. <laughs> and Scott Hall's at rehab, so we gotta get another drug addict, brother. Oh, I just we remembered. Got, I know. I, Jeff Hardy, brother. God, I just remembered NWO oh, 2000 that lasted like two months. God yeah, damn it. There you go. There you go. And Fantastic. guess who else is in that? That's double uh, J. <laughs> but hey, it is changed. It is changed because now it's Dixie Carter versus <laughs> Hulk Hogan's group. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, it is. Hey, oh, it's, it's a change. God. It's a change. Oh, oh it's You oh, can't it's discount changed. that. Um, it, it wasn't all changed. bad, though. Yeah, yeah, we'll get it more of that. I thought a lot of the rest of the pay per view was good. Uh, but, you know, again, not, not worth 35, 40 bucks, 60 bucks, 50 bucks if you got HD, depending on where I you're at. I saw it for free. But, Oh jeez, man! Um, <laughs> I want my time back. Uh, real quick, we got we do have some voicemails here. I want to address, uh, including um, LB. You know, you left the voicemail, right? <laughs> yes, sir. Okay, I, I just yeah. want to make sure you are aware of it. Um, I don't remember what it was, though. Uh, let me. I, let <laughs> I don't me play, remember what it was. Let me play some excerpts from this. Maybe you can just. T- I. This has nothing to do with wrestling. I just want to make that clear. Um, let me, let me, oh, wait, let's see. Disclaimer. Are you sitting backwards? <laughs> there it breaks down in the MC front a lot. <laughs> you have no idea, do you? <laughs> Oh, my God. oh no, he's frozen like that. APB MC from a lot dangerous, not guns. What? <laughs> wow. I, how do you think I felt listening to this for the first time? <laughs> and he just goes away for a while. Uh. How did you? Record backwards in your phone. What, what, you what smoke? is it? Uh, 
Brad on checks to check the behind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I came and don't think I don't remember doing that. <laughs> it's, it's from you, dude. Yeah. No, <laughs> meth is a hell of a drug. to me. <laughs> Lunchbox, meth is a hell of a drug. Wow. All right, a big I, freaky I shine. Think, I don't oh. think, do that. Um, I think LB <laughs> wants to be DNA world champion. Is this, uh, LB, is this a cry for help? <laughs> do we need to... Is, is this the Wrestling Mayhem Show intervention? I don't, that, I don't, because I have a list of things you have done. Uh, you know to what? I'm gonna me. say yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say DJ Lunchbox. Yes because you make me I don't very remember. Sad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. We got, we got two more real quick ones here. Uh, big freaky. Uh, Kanichiwa Mayhammer. Kanichiwa. This is a long lost friend of yours. And I thought, yeah, it's time I do something for the show. That guy. I think I saw him and, on a DVD uh, recently. Since it went over so well the first time, I was thinking I'd give you a few more picks of what I think the WWE should release on DVD. Now, first of all, just from a business perspective, if they really are trying to gear up and go after, you know, other markets and grow their audience again, I think, you know, a no-brainer is a, a Brock Lesnar compilation. I mean, yeah, they put one out in 2003, but now that he's an MMA guy and he's so big there, I think you gear it, every aspect of it, towards drawing in that market. Mm-hmm. Because let's face it, if it has Brock Lesnar's face on it, and, you know, you put it next to a, Uf- uh, a UFC DVD, people are going to buy it if it's and he goes on from there a little bit. Uh, but I think he's completely right. They did do a, a, a rock DVD just recently, uh, within the past yeah. year. And he hasn't been there four years, but he's in all the movies. And he's in that though? DVD section of Walmart right next to his movies, basically. Um, to be fair, though, they yeah. have a lot more footage of The Rock than they do of Brock Lesnar. That is true. That is and true. Brock Lesnar did have a DVD come out called Here Comes the Pain. He did. So Even if so they do a re release, it'd be really difficult to come out with a new dvd that isn't basically just a rehash of the old of the old dvd but but that's yeah. where i think they can do a re-release i think that's fine they've done it before uh you know they've done they've re-released yeah, they, re- they re-released a ben or they really released uh the eddie guerrero dvd after uh he well after he died so uh, and yeah I don't, and I don't think that was more the mcfoley the mcfoley dvd i actually have two copies one with the extra disc of matches that they re-released, yeah. added the extra bonus material. I think they could even do that with that. Now, now Freaky goes on and says uh, about them adding some of his early stuff. Uh, they could. What if they added some uh, old Minnesota Wrecking Crew from OVW stuff? You know. Uh, what yeah, if, that's a good point. What if? Uh, what if? What if they could? Uh, uh, well, he, you know, Freaky says, "What about getting some of his amateur stuff?" Um, now, I don't know how the rights work with that. I think you really have to work with the NCAA. I don't know how that would work. But seriously, as far as capitalizing on Brock as a face, <laughs> I think it would be a really good angle for them. Uh, now, then there's the whole, do we acknowledge UFC and in what aspect? I think that's your problem. And I think that's why right. they won't do it. But on paper, I think it's a really good idea. You know, if they didn't have some kind of weird strategy. This DVD selection, I agree a little bit less with. Okay, my other pick for a DVD, I just think they should put out. I'd like to see it, and ultimately the big be a test to see whether the guy's <laughs> over or not, or yet or not. Daniel Bryan. Whether you call it Daniel Bryan next, or whatever. 
You know, and there are so many ways you could go with it. You could do a documentary type thing about, you know, his journey. You know, I think it, you know, it'd probably do him good. And, you know, I think the fans would want to see Shawn Michaels talking about this young, skinny kid showing up at his camp in Texas from Washington State. And, and he goes on a little bit more from that. I, You know yeah. what? I, I see what he's trying to get at. Uh, yes, he's done a lot. If you could actually do something where WWE is like, hey, ROH, can we do something? Or maybe when he went, wasn't there a thing when he got let go about him going? Yeah, they going, could use footage from go, uh, yeah. the events. He was going places where he would be allowed to use the footage later. Yeah. They also have, um, if they wanted to get footage, they also, there is also a DVD out, um, Wrestling Road Diaries. That um Danielson yeah. was in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it wasn't uh that was that was something Cole Cabana was doing, right? Yeah, I yeah, don't know yeah. If I heard about that, like that or anything. But it's like, yeah. I think the thing is that would be a great DVD, but Daniel Bryan needs to be there a bit longer. Yeah. Uh, as far as you know, his accomplishment and his journey. Uh, let's be honest. In WWE's eyes, he has not gotten anywhere yet. You know, yeah. he's well, really just is. showed up on the map as far as they're concerned. So well, he's got to go a lot further. If you're calling it a Daniel Bryan DVD, Daniel Bryan hasn't done shit. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Bryan Danielson has done a whole lot. Daniel Daniel Bryan's been around for less than a year. Right. Yep. So, uh, so there you go. But hey, it's freaky. Thanks a lot. Uh, I think it's some uh, pretty cool ideas. Uh, you know, hey, spark some conversation there, man. But please, yo, guys, yo, four one two two zero six WMS zero. Drop your ideas. You got any DVD ideas or? You want a Best of Mayhem DVD, maybe. Uh, <laughs> so real quick, I know you got a little that bit would of news. Tell like hotcakes. Oh, I'm sure it would. Uh, WrestleFan, I think you got a few <laughs> things for the Indie Minute. Uh, I do have a few things for the Indie Minute. And talking about DVDs, uh, Sorgatron, do you like DVDs? I do, WrestleFan. Do you like DVDs for $5? <laughs> that makes them even better, no matter what kind of indie crap they might be. Well, well, do you like $5 DVDs of the, uh, some of the greatest women's wrestling in the world? Only when I'm alone in the dark with a bottle of lubricant, muscle fan. Well, if you are interested, Women's Superstar Uncensored, Born. which, which <laughs> it may sound like that, but no. Um, they're actually a great women's wrestling company. Um, they are having a DVD sale. You, 95% of their DVD catalog you can get for only $5. What, what's and the website, sir? Um, it, you can go to wsuwrestling.com. Um, there's also a link, um, on a Diva Dirt where you can check out photos. Um, a lot of great women wrestling, including, um, Awesome Kong, Mercedes Martinez, Mickey James. Um, a lot of, a lot of great, uh, women athletes. Um, and definitely a great steal if you're looking at some DVDs. I have no idea. Does, did someone, did a car just screech into somebody's house? It ig- might be ig- me. Ig- I do live in the Bronx. Ig- ignore it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Ignore the noises you hear. But no, uh, it what? wasn't. It was not. It was not me. Five. But yeah, five. It's definitely a steal if you want to get some great DVDs. Um, if you want more information, go to wsuwrestling.com or go to divadart.com. Um, go and check that out. Um, also, congratulations. Uh, definitely go out to. Uh, uh, friend, uh, at least a friend of the Mayhemers of the show. He hasn't been on the show, but Claudio Castagnoli won the uh, hey. PW hey. World Championship this, uh, I believe, last weekend. Um, it's very big for him. This is his first ma- uh, major singles uh, championship 
since coming uh, from uh, coming from uh, Switzerland, obviously. So this was definitely a big moment for him in his career. Uh, definitely well deserved for Claudio. Um, if you want more information on that, go check out pwgwrestling.com. Um, and speaking uh, speaking of Claudio Castagnoli, he also works for Ring of Honor. He's one half of the Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions. And uh, one of the big things is that um, their next set of TV tapings have been announced. And however, they will not be um, at their normal location in the ECW Arena really? in uh, South Philadelphia. They will what? actually be uh, done in Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, December 9th and December 10th at the Davis Arena. Uh, this is the same. Uh, this is the same arena where they do tapings for OVW. So Interesting. It's def- so it could be a more. Uh, uh, depends. I'm not sure exactly how it's going to look for TV, but uh, it definitely could be some promising. Uh, some promising things. I believe RH has some former connection with OVW. So um, I believe they did a show in Louisville not too long uh, ago. Well. So, uh- one Jim Cornette ran OVW for a good long time, so I think yeah. that's a really so, good connection. <laughs> <laughs> Linking it in there, but definitely uh, December 9th, December tenth. You can only get your tickets at uh, ROHwrestling.com. There's also a lot of great events in uh, Dayton, Chicago coming up. Um, it was announced that uh, the world's greatest tag team, Shelton Benjamin and Charlie Haas, who uh, made their debut, their debuts at um, Glory by Honor on their pay per view. Has uh, there will be making more uh, Ring of Honor appearances, uh, which is great for them. Hopefully, getting back into the uh, indie scene. Yeah, uh, de- definitely good for them. If you want more information, go check out rohwrestling.com. Uh, so yeah, that's pretty much the main indie news I have for this week. All right, sounds good, man. Uh, yeah, that'll be interesting because I, I, you know, I think that ROH show kind of suffers from the same venueitis, uh, like TNA does, uh, and they could use a, a nice change. Uh, now, now from what I've seen, I've got one of those before. They were Superstars DVDs from, uh, you know, old OVW stuff. That's mm-hmm. why I know what the Minnesota Wrecking Crew was. Um, uh, Shelton Benjamin and, and Brock Lesnar, for those who don't know. Um, it seems like it was a really small place, if I recall. So, but you know, with yeah. lighting and well, everything. Actually, from what, uh, I think it's not the same arena that you're thinking of. Oh, okay. I think, um, cause Lesnar and uh, Benjamin were there in like 2001. I'm talking, okay. it's the arena that they, that they do OVW in now. Oh, I, because, I didn't know they're still running. I, mean, I know they're not yeah, they, developmental, of course. No, they're still running, but they they just don't have any connection with WWE. Okay, okay. Well, on that note, uh, if there's no other indie news, guys, uh, I believe not. All right, <laughs> fantastic. Oh, actually, um, I put something in the delicious. I, don't, I mean, it's kind of about indie because it's about AAA. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I did see. I did see this real quick. Uh, it's a Lucha Libra uh, AAA video game, correct? Yes. Which is it, pretty cool. We've, we've heard a little bit about this before. Oh, we got the video oh, going. Heard good things about this. Now, here, here it is. Early November. Early November. Um, well, let's, let's take a real quick look at this. Uh, it's over on YouTube here. Oh, this looks... It's mostly CG stuff, it looks like. Do you know if there's any gameplay in this? Um, That's not even I've CG. Seen game, I've seen gameplay videos. Let's see if I can... Yeah, this this looks like mostly a promote promo thing. You like like they have a there we go. There's a little bit of gameplay footage. Uh, they, they got the six sided ring going on there. Do they have just the six sided? Yeah. Okay. Did they have a four or six sided when you were there, Russell fan? 
Uh, the ring was four-sided. It was four-sided. I think it depends on the venue. I know they kind of play up in storylines that the 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 American, uh, uh, the American guy uh, pulls for the four-sided ring because it won that wacky foreigner advantage. So, uh, and, and actually, uh, attached to this at the end, <laughs> Mad Mike, there is a lot of gameplay footage. So, so you guys can check that out. Um, fantastic. Well, on that note, uh, guys, we'll be right back. We have a lot of discussion to get into, uh, already running along. A lot of it came from that. The great fan mails this week, guys. It, it really got a lot of, lot stirring, I think. Uh, but we'll get right back. Here's a little preview of what you can expect this week on WMS Gold. We'll be right back. That's your not, mom? That's not your mom. <laughs> Nor is it WrestleFan's mom. No. I'm surprised no, on both counts. I just said that. <laughs> <laughs> is your cat secretly Jeff Hardy? I'm trying to get a shot of him. He's like, no, he's he like. Thinks it, he thinks there's meth in there. This short little mini skirt and a, you know, stupid hot topic t-shirt and giant balloon boobs. Stupid. It's very bad. Hey, this is Tim Dobbs. I heard somebody wants to interview me. You better get back to me ASAP. AIW Jakar this weekend. If you want to talk to me, I want to talk to you. BDK. Oh, Ladies and gentlemen, introducing the one, the only. It's the men of the Wrestling Mayhem Show at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Oh, hey, it's the Wrestling Mayhem Show. I'm Sorg here. We'll still, we're still rocking. The guys are here, but real quick. We didn't talk about our sponsor. Uh, Backblaze.com. What's that? <laughs> Say what's up, what's up? Oh, there you go. Uh, Dr. Founder uh, Backblaze.com. Uh, they back us up. They keep us safe here at the Wrestling Mayhem Show. Uh, so we don't lose, uh, our, our materials, uh, our backups, all of our shows here. It keeps it safe. So, so, so we don't lose the mayhem, ladies and gentlemen. We practice safe podcasting. We, we, we practice safe podcasting and safe backup. Uh, just over on the awesome cast, uh, Rob De La Creta, the co-host over there with me, he had a scare when we had a lightning storm here in the Pittsburgh area last night. He's got a Drobo. Now, if you don't know what a Drobo is, uh, it's this giant, uh, uh, array of hard drives that clones the hard drives in case one fails, and, but it's all right there in his apartment. And uh, he heard the the crackling in his speakers before the th- the, the the lightning struck uh, just near yards from his abode, uh, and and that could very very well have struck his house and fried that drobo of all of his fantastic photography. And I don't know what's going on on the other line <laughs> in my ear. What What is happening back? Oh, you're, you're still, so I have no idea. Jeez. <laughs> um, like, like, like how lightning is hitting DJ Lunchbox right now to make those weird noises. Um, so please go gone. check them. It's only $5 a month. We, we, we back up a lot of stuff on there. It's a really great deal. Uh, really cool blog to talk about how they do it, how they do it so cheaply, uh, and how you could make the boxes they make at home too. It's pretty cool. Um, but go check that out. We got links over there on wrestlingmayhemshow.com, sorgatronmedia.com. Please click that if you want to go check it out and support the Mayhem Show. We really appreciate it, guys. And something to help you out. I use it myself. I hope DJ Lunchbox has signed up to it by now. Uh, but, invisible, but, invisible DJ Lunchbox. But he's dead. So, whoa. He just went away. There's a problem with this call. Thank you, Skype. One company we're not going to endorse here on the Wrestling Mayhem Show is Skype. Because this keeps happening. Um, Because Skype sucks. (laughs) 
<laughs> but one thing we are going to endorse, endorse is stuff like this. No, that's the wrong button again. What is this, Mad Mike? That that is that is the Nexus symbol combined with John Cena's new um, Team 3D looking symbol. Okay, and that is the Team 3D symbol. And I was watching Raw last night, and and between Raw last night, TNA on Sunday, I I've been reminded a lot of the New World Order, and then I realized I was looking at it, and if you combine the Nexus symbol. With John Cena's new Team 3D looking symbol. I see now. It actually spells N-W-O. <laughs> and I, I don't know why, but I think if Cena, like if this was really the start of Cena's heel turn, that is totally a way to do it. He is the whole, <laughs> he's the whole Hogan of this generation. He is. He absolutely is. And him forsaking all the fans, like, let's say, let's just say for argument's sake that Cena stays in Nexus until WrestleMania. Mm. I don't think it'll happen. Mm -hmm. Mind you, I don't think any of this will happen. Okay. But, but, while they're in that speculation, <laughs> if Cena were to stay in there so long and kind of get, like, um, used to the idea... And then start doing things on his own, like heelish things, like breaking the leg of Mark Henry, or something to that effect. Or, you know, um, battle rapping R-Truth, because <laughs> let's face it, he needs it. Yeah. Or some, something to that effect. And he just starts doing things, like, things that Barrett approves of, but without actually getting the say-so, Cena could eventually take over Nexus. And since he said he wanted to rid the WWE of the Nexus, and he's a man of his word, he'd rename it the NWO. <laughs> wow. Now, now I, I, I'm with you on that. Uh, but then, you know, look, I still go with the idea that we could still write in that Cena is behind the whole thing. I think the C's are still there. If you want to oh. go back that far. Oh, they totally are. And it makes about as much sense because there's been battles between him beating up Nexus guys uh, and everything. It makes as much sense as, well, Abyss fought Jeff Hardy and beat him up. And now they're, they're buddies on a team, you know? Uh, you know, it, it didn't always have to make sense for those those curveballs to happen. And that's kind of what made them more curveballs. I think that was that's how they get played. Well, if you think about it, Cena is directly responsible for getting rid of two members of Nexus. Mm-hmm. And now, Michael McGillicuddy and Husky Harris show up. Yeah, like it's a little convenient that as soon as C as soon as Cena joins the group, like they're kind of cutting the the fat of the group and bringing in. It's evolving. Like, it's evolving. It's yeah. becoming a very NWO thing as far as that goes. It's not as stale as doing the NWO again. Uh, the, the the they're using they're using the concepts that made early NWO good. As far as that goes, um, with this little twist, because I don't remember anybody joining a group like this beyond their will, which is interesting. Yeah. So the only thing I remember, like, is when um, Marlena was forced to be with Brian Pillman for a month. Like, that's the only thing I can recall. Just thinking about it quickly, 
and that was a good angle because Marlena was very scared the whole time. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Which I, I don't know that the manager thing. You know, I, I don't know if that, that's really a comparison point there. Um, but you know, nobody on a level of John Cena. You know, well, of course, for sure. sure. So, um, and, and I think that's why we're so interested in it. So, um, but yeah, I, I, I think this is going to go on for a while. Uh, the R-Truth promo last night was really interesting and it's overshadowing, it, it, it is foreshadowing something. I'm not entirely sure what just yet. Sure. Uh, <laughs> like, did we just see a heel turn? <laughs> we're like, wait, did R-Truth just tell you to quit or tell you to do what you're supposed to do, which would be run with Nexus? So weird. Well, to be fair, if Cena quit the WWE, couldn't he just be rehired? Or there's something that he quits, and there's some loophole. I I like that they expressly said, "Oh, you're going to get fired, not not get fired and go get go over to SmackDown. You're fired." Which I'm really glad they they because that's happened how many times? Yeah, yeah. So, and, and that can be comes. Oh, you're fired. Or like, all right, see you Friday. Um. <laughs> so, uh. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, you know, and there's a little dissension in the ranks too, which makes it a little interesting, uh, with, uh, or, or, or Tunga and everything. So, Utunga. so, uh, yeah, I'm interested. Uh, yeah, it's, and a lot of people were worried, uh, about what would happen with, uh, Nexus because a lot of these guys aren't ready for prime time. You know, a lot of them have been really protected by being in a group, not being in the, on the mic, just being a force of numbers. You know, a dumb force of numbers, basically. So, right. and and you can see them trimming that out, you know, little by little here. So, and and they're and kind I, of the obvious guys. It's, I think Husky Harris works so well with that group. Yes, yes. I, I think both him and McGillicuddy slash Henning uh, will be a re- really good boost for that, and actually add a little Hus- bit of depth to that group. Because really, Husky Harris is like the replacement for Skip Sheffield while he's out. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, really, the with a little more talent. Come on, guys. Uh, yeah. But really, I I, I think um, the only guy that really like sticks Skip out, Sheffield. the only guy that really sticks sticks out is um, uh, Gabriel. To be yeah. honest, I mean, I mean, he's the guy they've really put on literally on a pedestal uh, to take mm-hmm. people out. He's already, he's already wrestled like John Cena, Randy Orton, and all that. So yeah, and he's well, the guy because he's flashy. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's that he's that yeah. high spot guy. You know, it's better than just a a clothesline from hell that the other people were doing. Um, yeah. But even though he, even though he screwed up his uh, finisher a couple times. Yeah, but that that's a tough one. You really can't expect that thing to go off a hundred percent. You know what I mean? Dude, that was Orton. That was Orton. Yeah, that was Orton. I think Orton was actually supposed to roll out of the way. I'm I'm just I when I saw that happen. Well, of course, last night those that didn't see Raw. Uh, uh, well, he, he, he caught him with his foot or something as, as Orton rolled away, right? No, he, he hit the 450 pretty much, but okay. he just he hit, hit it on his back. on his shoulder. On his shoulder. But okay. he wasn't supposed to. Yeah, no, yeah. Or- I think that was Orton's fault. Orton was supposed to roll out of the way quicker because let's yeah. face it, once Gabriel jumps off, he can't change anything. Yeah, that. it's, He's it's up to the, the other guy at that point. But I was going to say, cause he did that and he also messed it up on SmackDown and the big show. Hmm. When uh, he double need him, it's um um, yeah. And I was really worried after I saw that he hit him like that. Uh, I was really worried that we're going to have a, a, a Mr. Anderson Kennedy situation where it's like, oh, yeah. hey, guess who got let go this week? Uh, <laughs> so I'm I'm hoping that's not the deal. I'm hoping that it's not one of those 
Randy I'm Orton's that guy. I'm surprised Anderson hasn't been injured yet. <laughs> At all. Hey, yeah, yeah. Just wait, it's coming. Just wait, it's coming. I'm probably going to jinx not. it right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, well, he's, uh, there's actually a point in the chat room here where I think Magnus is saying, I, it, Gillicuddy's only getting a chance because his dad was Mr. Perfect. Yeah, how many second, third generation guys are in there? And yeah, they're all going to get a chance, but they're not going to stick around unless they prove yeah. themselves. You know what? I, I, this is actually kind of a cool segue. I was watching last night on WWE 24-7. Mm-hmm. They have the wrestling round table. And last night was actually about wrestling families. And Jim Ross said that it was a true story that the only reason he hired Randy Orton was because his last name was Orton. Well, you got to think, are there, are there guys there, second, third generation guys that did not work out so well? Because oh, we have, yeah. I mean, well, well, we have a lot of good examples of guys that are working. I mean, Randy Orton is 10 times more talented. Okay, okay, wait, Flair family, sorry. Um, uh, <laughs> well, no, I mean, no, Sorg. Um, you got guys like David Sarmartino. Who was abysmal? Um, yeah. yeah, you yeah. have people. You have people like Lacey Von Eric. Yeah, yeah. Hey, she's a nice lady. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, half the Von Erichs sucked. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. No, they were only popular. I, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. W. From yeah, my... Riz, Riz said in the chat room, Snip, Sim Snooka. Sim Snooka. Sim Snooka with them too. All right, well, now his daughter is in there. But but don't tell Paul London that. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, I mean, but then you got guys, the reason a lot of these guys get chances is because one, guys like Mr. Perfect and, and, and Bob Orton did so much for WWE, WWF over the years. So of course they're going to get a little bit of foot in the door. Um, but so many of them worked out. How many, how yeah. many of the Hart family ha- have, uh, have had, you know, great opportunities in, in, in WWE, you know, how many, uh, there's a whole foundation of them, right? Um, how many, uh, no, fair, they have uh, a dynasty. Exactly. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. DH Smith and, and even Tyson Kidder are in there, you know, because, because of the Hart family, even though one's not related. Uh, you get, you had a point there, Mike? And Natalia. Natalia, of course. Uh, and they're, you know, somebody I think is better than her, their, their, their forefather, you know, that preceded them. Um, well, or, yeah, or father. Wrestling this is also completely different yeah. than when their parents grew up. Like, I, if Randy Orton, because Randy Orton honestly is the closest thing to an old time wrestler mm-hmm. that we have, because he does do a lot of wrestle and yes. stuff like that. Yes. And he's very much similar to his dad's style. And he's. You got a guy like Tyson Kidd who just likes to jump off anything. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And he's, he's not flashy. He's not flashy. I mean, he's he's got a really good character, really good expression to him to the fact where i think he's barely been on the mic in the last two months since he's been champion um <laughs> he's but barely been i also show. remember it, it, they're, they're talking about mcgillicuddy you know being being a heading don't don't forget husky harris is a rotunda 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 yeah irs erwin r shyster mike rotunda <laughs> yeah, or michael and, wall street you know and, um don't forget jesse of jesse and festus fame was um oh fuck what's his name uh, he was the son of Wikipedia. <laughs> I'm actually not aware of this. I I didn't know Jesse oh, was. Oh yeah, Jesse was. Um, he was the son of someone else. Uh, Bam Terry Bam Bam Gordy. Oh really? Bam Bam yes. Gordy. I, I'm not I'm not familiar with him. Uh, Terry Gordy. He was a guy in um. I believe he was in ECW for a while, and he was also a member of the Free Freebirds. Oh okay, that makes sense. Michael Hayes. Okay. Uh, yeah. is 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 involved in there. 
Doc Hendricks for you uh, late 90s Fed fans. Um, <laughs> oh, Doc Hendricks. Grandmaster Sexy? Not, None? Uh, yeah, yeah Grandmaster Sexy? Yeah, Terry, but uh, Terry Gordy also teamed with uh, Dr. Death to form the Miracle Violence Connection. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Oh, yeah, Guerrero family. I, I think one of the Guerreros actually worked for old WWF. Um, as far as that goes, and they're a wrestling family. Those, you know, those, and those guys came through WCW and everything too. So they're kind of proven as far as that goes. So, um, oh wow. I uh, just got an update from D- DJ Launchbox, uh, via phone, old timey text message. Uh, his internet's, <laughs> his internet is actually out. Thank you, Comcast. Go fuck yourself. Oh um, no. Oh no. Comcast. Did you hear that Comcast won the, uh, some award that showed how shitty they were? But it was- <laughs> I was actually okay. considered. They have a great. I, I was actually, you know, in my looking at uh, what I'm going to do with my cable when I'm done with this contract with FiOS. I actually considered their base package, but it's like, oh, even if it's cheaper, man, it's don't Comcast. even consider Comcast. Ever. It's Comcast. I mean, I just want the most basic of television, just enough that I can watch USA. But it's like, and I looked at their prices. It's like they'll rate me after six months, and I know it. You know, <laughs> hey, well, if if you're looking up for cable, the most insane thing is that the, you get in these contracts. Okay, it, you sign up for a contract for your phone. Di- don't sign up for a contract for your fucking cable. Okay, it's a bat. It's it's. Why would they do that? You know, well, because there's so much competition. I I have two two cable providers and uh and two satellites I can choose from. So there you go. And the internet. But anyways, I digress. And the internet. <sighs> Breathe. All right. <laughs> Right. Um, Comcast equals TNA for Sorg. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I don't want to get more into TNA until we get uh, uh, LB on. I, I'm going to work on something well, here. See, well, it will... let, let's talk about the bragging rights team for Raw and how fucking retarded it is. It really did we, is. Yeah, did we, I, I don't know. I think it's too early to talk bragging rights. I, we don't know the SmackDown team. The, Sorg, uh, it's in two weeks. It's in two weeks. Well, I think we got plenty of other when stuff to talk, talk about. about. Uh, next week? I don't, I don't know. Well, I'm just saying, we can talk about most of the Raw team. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, why Santino I don't know. It's, is it's, on the Raw it's, team? It's, it's random. Yeah. I think they're going to de-emphasize it. It's going to be a more broad representation than their big stars, because they have a whole... Re- Remember, this year they don't have a 60-man Iron Man... 60-minute Iron Man match. 60-man. Uh, to fill half the pay-per-view with. They actually Good. have to fill it in yeah. with other matches. They can't waste most of their roster on one match. Most yeah, of their top roster. doing a seven-man team and stuff. Seven-man, yeah, which would make it well, interesting. Well, they, they didn't do five last year. They didn't? I thought they did like seven or eight. Yeah, no, nah, nah, maybe like six, five or six, I thought. I'll, I'll look it up. I'm pretty sure it was seven. Because I'm wondering, if, if, the, if this anonymous Raw GM really wants the best and brightest on his team because he wants the... <laughs> the bragging race trophy back why why doesn't he put his champion on the team yeah, yeah. that doesn't seem to me well the ch- I, I guess the champion needs to be in i, I don't think champion's going to be on either team no the champion's not going to be on either team because they're going to be involved in championships yeah exactly oh, yeah. well i don't know the commercial shows big show talking about kane yeah i'm yeah. just saying just saying yeah. sort well yeah, also there's been commercials that already aired in the local market that's they're talking about Taker versus Kane in a buried alive match. Yeah, yeah, it was seven guys last year. Okay, why don't we remember that? We we were here for that. <laughs> yeah, you were there. I was, I was there, say. man. Yeah, I, w- I wasn't there. It was a <laughs> little was, more. I, was here. I remember it was a little more than a clusterfuck. A little more. 
And it was the big show turning on him, which is really ironic since he's the yeah. captain yeah, this year. It was uh, D-Generation X, Big Show, Cody Rhodes, Jack Swagger, Kofi Kingston, and Mark Henry against Chris Jericho, Kane, R-Truth, Matt Hardy, Finley, and the Hart Dynasty. Hmm. Oh. Well, there you go. There you go. Um... Oh, let me. Oh, see. and uh, we we have a new Raw superstar, CM yeah. Punk. I didn't notice his new tattoo. Yeah, his tattoo's kind of shitty. No, is that he's probably still working on it? It looks like he has hair on his chest. He no, he had hair on his chest. He has no hair on his chest anymore. Now he replaced it with a tattoo that looks like hair. <laughs> it doesn't look like hair. Get a I think it looks like hair. Get an HDTV, Russell fan. I, do, I honestly do need an HDTV because, actually, um, I'm going to side tangent here. Go for it. Uh, I usually watch Raw from my computer because my TV's like right over there. Um, I was watching, it wasn't this week, but it was last week when Johnny Knoxville was on. Yeah, that was last week, right? Yeah. Yes. Whatever. And it's the one where he's talking to the uh, two uh, divas. And I look and I turn, or I chat, I'm chatting with Lunchbox and I say, Who's the new Asian diva they picked up? <laughs> and, and he goes, that's Gail Kim. I'm like, that's not fucking Gail Kim. And it's like, no, it's Gail Kim. I'm like, holy shit, that's Gail Kim. Doesn't yeah, she look like, a little bit different there? It, but it doesn't look like her anymore. She looks like more of a whore. <laughs> Russell fan, you shouldn't be allowed to use such language. We did get LB back. Here oh, we have. Oh, Whoa! Hey, there Whoa. we go. Ever present. Wow. Uh, we have you on old timey phone line. Uh, Lunchbox. Con- Lunchbox. Would you agree that Gail Kim looks like a whore? Yes, she looks like a dirty Asian whore. <laughs> <laughs> See? Wow. I completely agree with you. And they have to tart her up because uh, it's not like they have a wrestling or doing anything worthwhile anymore. So, uh, yeah, she's yeah dirty, dirty Asian whore. Fantastic. Well, or, or if she's wrestling, she's wrestling on superstars where everyone goes to die. There you go. Where dreams go By to die way. on WGN Chicago. Uh, <laughs> 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 Anyways, um, while we got you on, before we lose you technologically again, LB, uh, I want to get in. You had a statement you've been working on about the whole Jeff Hardy situation. Oh. Well, uh, like I said earlier, um, uh, when, uh, Rob, uh, fuck, uh, when RVD got pulled over for pot, he immediately, before the, it even went to trial, uh, lost both of his titles and he was off TV for quite a while. Yeah. Um, whereas you look at TNA and Jeff Hardy's ongoing drug trial, uh, for, you know, possession, possession with intent to distribute, all this stuff. Um, not only have they had him on TV more than ever, they've now put the DNA title on him for what looked like to be long-term. Um, how, how dumb do you have to be? I mean, seriously, unless they know something that we don't. Uh, okay, what, what happens if, uh, if this goes to trial and Jeff Hardy immediately gets sent uh, to prison for God knows how long? Or what if he gets caught again with drugs, which is surprisingly likely? Um, what are they going to do then? They're completely, oh, they're just going to say, oh, Jeff Hardy's not with injury. Or maybe yeah. they'll have a bit speed him with something barbed wire covered again. <laughs> I don't yeah, get he it. has a falling out with it. his new NWO like guys. So, What's fuck that? you, I'm going to do more drugs. 
Yeah. Hardy. Yeah. Hey, yeah, he has a falling out with the NWO guys and gets uh, Janist, you know, for lack of a better term. Everything. Which yeah. I was, I was actually happy that they actually used Janice on the pay per view, and they didn't just dance around it like they always do. Oh God! <laughs> you were happy they used it. Yeah, yeah, because every week a bit is like, I'm gonna use it. I'm super nails in it. I'm super serious. I'm gonna use it. Yeah, but they use it yeah. the way they use a barbed wire covered two by four. Yeah, but they but they use barbed wire two by fours. No, they use chicken wire two by fours. Well, whatever. But it's like, it's like when he kidnapped Dixie Carter and he was holding her for like twenty minutes. I'm like, you could have killed her already. Good to God. That's true. Literally, That's very that true. What they wanted him to do. Yeah. <laughs> and and I love how it took so long for the security to actually get there. Yeah, yeah. You know, the owner of the company is uh. Is in even such dire straits. Security on their way there, uh, and the guys were just like, "Uh, what should I do?" <laughs> uh, big I'm man with a nail back. All I don't know. What's, what's that, Will? It's all completely who? What? <laughs> what? Who the fuck is Will? <laughs> uh, it, it's completely fucking ridiculous. I, I can't, can't, I can't deal with this shit, man. I can't. My, my explanation made more sense. Exactly. Now, now, my my problem with this uh, is like, okay, maybe they'll do something interesting. Okay, they went an NWO ending. Okay, they had plants to throw trash in the ring. Everybody followed along. Um, but in listening back to it, is he was called a role? I, I think I saw somebody mention this on Twitter. To be to be completely honest, mm-hmm. and I realized it's like like today put him over as a role model. He's a role model, and he turned on everybody. Well, do not call Jeff right. Hardy a role model. Come on. He does drugs I just and gets read a story away about with him, it. you know, for the, you know, make a wish foundation shit. What was that with him in the make a wish? Oh, that's he right. He was doing the make a wish foundation stuff. He 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 meet, he met with a kid in a wheelchair. Wait, oh, did they, were yeah. they showing this on TNA? Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. so they're trying a, to. It was a long time ago. So, so like, TNA is trying to help with his his role model status and 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 put him over into good graces, so he looks good in his trial. That's real nice. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, hey, look at me next to this kid that's crippled. <laughs> hey, yo, know, well, I don't think the pose like this helped too. Stop bringing up Hot Wheels. It's not <laughs> Hot Wheels is not white. <laughs> Thanks for <laughs> breaking that down for us. Uh, <laughs> Remind me to get a picture with Hot Wheels this weekend. Anyways, um, Hot Wheels is not crippled. He is candy capable. Make sure to paint your face. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we, we've really destroyed any sense of tact WrestleFan may have. We hate you. <laughs> <laughs> we hate you, brother. I still don't know who you guys are talking about. I wanted to talk all about Meth Hardy. <laughs> That's Meth Hardy will... or Matt Hardy? Meth Hardy and Fat Hardy. Because I don't know what I don't I don't know what is worse. Russell <laughs> fan, you need to listen <laughs> At to, this point. to your own product. It's Fat and Meth ooh, Hardy. Ooh, yeah. Speaking of speaking of Fat Hardy, I got a problem with him too. I got yeah, a big problem with him right now. I haven't even watched the uh, videos. I can't bring myself to watch these videos. But uh, neither neither have I. I've read you know the quotes. Fucking, it gives uh, him views. This was like after we did the Mayhem show last week. I yeah. sent of mess. Or I tweeted something. I don't even remember. I don't even remember. Fucking Matt Hardy sent out a message saying he's going on a much deserved vacation. <laughs> Fuck you, Jeff, Matt Hardy. Jeff Hardy. Mainly ass. you. 
at Huddy. Fuck you and your stupid asshole. You are doing everything you can to get fired from your company, meaning you are not doing your job. You're fucking faking injuries. You should have said you were faking people out to get out of the European tour. Fuck you, you lazy piece of shit. You don't deserve any kind of fucking vacation. You deserve a hammer in the head. Fuck, I mean, um, it, okay, so you, you went out of your way to get sent home from work. You're, you're, you're not doing your job. You're clearly not performing up the standards because they're not using you either. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you all over the place, Matt Hardy. And now you're opening up, opening up a wrestling school. Oh God, Seriously. that would be great. Yeah, they're, they're reopening the Omega Wrestling School or wherever the fuck that is. Fuck Matt Hardy. Let, let, fuck Jeff Hardy. One, fuck both of them. Learn how to stand behind fuck their more successful brother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> both of them. And fuck their stupid father who shot his wad and fucking should have kept it in his pants. <laughs> the best part of the Hardy Boys ran down his leg. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. Wow. Oh man! Yeah, <laughs> Matt Hardy, Matt Hardy. Do you realize what kind of country we're living in today? Do you know how many people are motherfucking unemployed, and you have to go around <laughs> prancing about that you're faking injury, that you're getting an a well earned vacation when WWE pays you, when WWE pays you thousands of dollars for not doing anything. Fuck you! In fact, you know what? Yeah. I'm going to make a petition. That not only do I get to switch salaries with you because I'm currently doing more work <laughs> for your company than you are, but I'm going to make a petition that we don't fire you ever and just keep you off TV. Well, that's been the fair. We've, we've talked about your that. Natural life. We've and talked then about the that. day, the very day that Meth Hardy goes to prison, that's when you get released. And you know what? It'll be unconditional. No 90-day clause. You can go to TNA the next night. Hell, you can fly down to Florida right fucking now if you want and just wait. Like, hey, hey, Jeff. Hey, Jeff, I know you're the champion and all, but can you please go to jail so that TNA will hire me? And then you can go on TNA and realize what a goddamn failure you are. Because as bad as TNA is, <laughs> as bad as TNA is, there are dozens, and I mean dozens of guys there, who are A, more talented than you are, more successful than you are, and more popular than you are. So you can take your 3.5 thousand Twitter followers, you can take them all, you can throw them in a bag, you can shove them up Matthew's ass, whoever the fuck that is, and then you can go <laughs> jump off a cliff and die and land on your brother's new trailer and have it blow up again with his dog. <laughs> oh, oh! Whoa! So, Sorg, I think you have a YouTube project uh, coming up in the next. <laughs> what? In the next show ends. What? Uh, what? That what? What YouTube project? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh man! We should give him a few few Hardy moments. Nothing about. Wow. No, yeah. Ah, uh, that felt good. That we felt hate really you. good. <laughs> Fuck you, Fat Hardy. Fuck you, Meth Hardy. You know yeah. what, Hardy? I want to see succeed, Baby Hardy. <laughs> Wait, where is I, his forgot, I forgot about that cap. <laughs> I, I forgot about how it's falling him. <laughs> he's been quiet Baby lately. Hardy brand on he's been he's been quiet lately. That's for sure. Uh, uh, wow, because yeah, all the oh. meth. 
Magus, I hope so. I fucking hope you so. Know, I, wait, 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 Mike, what are you referencing there? There's a, there's a comment in the chat room. Uh, my co-worker, Prince Magus, said, thanks, Mike, you've just solidified in the fates that Matt Hardy will be at the office tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Hardy, actually, you know what? You know what? Matt Hardy's all over no, the internet. Sunglasses off. Sunglasses off, Sword. So he recognizes you. Being serious. Being serious. Super serious. dashing. You know what? In fact, the ring's coming off. This is real talk. Oh, shit. Matt Hardy. Come to work. Actually, show up to your own fucking office tomorrow. Get your pink slip. I swear slip. to God, I I will run you over with the with my <laughs> Okay, all right, metaphorically, Whoa. but I will tear you to shreds. With Not my metaphorically. I swear to God, Matt Hardy, show up. Actually, show up to work tomorrow because I will give you a piece of my mind, and you will not like it. In fact, you may just cry like someone else stole your girlfriend. <laughs> Again. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, by the way, Punk dumped Lita. <laughs> no, well, I, I don't understand. Going now, I, I hope there is somebody responsible in the Hardy family, whether it be their father or, you know, their mother or something along those lines. Because honestly, um, I mean, it's, it's clear that Jeff is not going to be any kind of responsible father whatsoever. And I severely doubt that uh, Beth is going to be any better. So, with him going to jail on drug charges and her probably, well, one, she'll have no source of income because, you know, her meal ticket is going to be in prison. And two, uh, she clearly has no job of her own. Uh, why does she get to keep the baby? Woo. Wow. That's good. I don't think we know enough about that situation. Child Services in North Carolina. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. Thank you. Send it to the mother. Send it to the father. Send it to Vince fucking McMahon. He'll do a better job of raising it than uh, than the Hardys and their trailers will. Wow. Send it to Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. They're yeah, they kids. love kids. They don't have nearly enough. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> so anyway, about Bound really? for Glory. Bound for Glory. Um... <laughs> Was a really fine pay per view. Otherwise, uh, well, oh, although I was, no, it wasn't. Uh, nah, come on, it was it was good by TNA. Uh, okay, let's let's go back. Okay, I, I, you know, our expectations are big. They're pay per views. They're fucking fifty dollars these days. Okay, who was paying this? Who was in there other than the one guy that wrote in that was sick on a Sunday night? Uh, but who regularly pays the the forty to fifty dollars every month for these shows? Sort we all pay. <laughs> we all pay. No, I'm not talking emotionally, okay? I'm talking I'm not, who's actually putting down the money for these? Cuz I know nobody here goes that route, okay? Whether whether whatever your methods are, legal or otherwise, or going down to the Fox and Hound or Permani Brothers or Hooters or whatever, uh, you know, you're not paying that money. And you know, hey, hey, we've had this discussion on Twitter the last few days. Uh, six degrees, uh, uh, PGH, I think is her full name off the top of my head. Uh, she's talking about her, how her husband, uh, uh, they alternate him and friends get them at their, at their shows and they all chip in and everything. Uh, I, I remember doing that. I remember it always being a real pain in the ass. Okay. <laughs> um, 
Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> in my case, for instance, my friends are these guys right here that would come to a pay-per-view. One's in Texas, one's in the Bronx, and the other one's 40 minutes away across town. We're not getting together uh, once, twice, three times a month for a pay-per-view on Sunday nights. You know what I mean? Plus, LB has church. So there you go. Um, <laughs> That's true. I, mean, I do you, like to talk with this. What's that? I do like to talk with Jesus. He does. He does. Legit, you know. Um, <laughs> but, you know, who who's doing this? You know, I I can't do it, you know. I, I wouldn't mind doing it, you know, to watch all these shows in glorious HD, but it's not happening, you know. It, it, it's even getting, getting to the point where I don't think it's worth dropping five bucks and whatever I pay for an overpriced sandwich at uh, Fox and Hound. So, I is the pay-per-view business in trouble, you think? Yes. <laughs> yes, you. they're raising in this in this economy. They're raising prices for things like HD and for their basic package. That's exactly. Stupid. And, and and you know WWE's numbers are on a downward downward slope. You know something's got to change. You know because it's going to keep going down because they're not being UFC at their own game because they're changing yeah, the game. But, but sort you can't compare it to UFC. Yeah. You you can't compare it to UFC because UFC is a sport. Hmm. UFC is an actual sport. Yeah, there's, well, you know, and no that's, and that's, there's no, it's not like you can go to a UFC pay per view and say, oh, well, I think Cain Velasco is going to be car. But no, Lesnar but the point is, it's a, it's the same, it's the same audience. It's not the same audience. It's not the same audience. Not with, not with WWE anyway. Well, they, WWE is not marketing to people who watch UFC. Who, okay, in uh, case Daniel Bryan will be the world champion. Who do you who do you perceive? Who do you perceive uh, the audiences are between the two? Um, little kids. WWE is marketing to little kids, and whatever older fans it can retain, mm-hmm. they're fine with. I don't because think it's you know what if they bring in new fans, those are the ones that are going to turn into people like us. I think regardless of the little kid stuff, the little kid angle that, that we keep talking about, I, I still think your core demographic, if you look at WWE, is going to be the, what, the 18 to 24 year old. Like, like it always has been, you know. Maybe, yeah. Maybe for TV ratings, but not for, not for merch. Not yeah. For house shows. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're opening up so the kids are more, are more welcome. So they can sell their, their, their happy meal toys and their WWE kids magazines and everything like that. But, but still, it, it, I still think, that's not their core demographic. I, I think they're just skewing lower on, on, on the lowest common denominator there. Um, I, I think TNA, if anything, TNA is competing with UFC in that, in that market. Would do, do you not agree with that? TNA is definitely trying. I mean, they're mm-hmm. on the same network as UFC, but it's, it's, uh, US, UFC's, you know, really beating them down. And I, <sighs> To be fair, SpongeBob is being TNA down. Yeah. Uh, I mean, TNA, if WWE would try the tactics that TNA did, they'd probably be doing better, mm-hmm. but the product would probably be worse. Yeah. Because, I mean, it seems like WWE in recent years has tried to do more storyline based stuff. Like, if you look at just some of the past angles in the past, I don't know, two, three years, you had. Uh, HBK being down on his luck financially and having to work for JBL. You have the Undertaker Kane thing, which is rooted in all their history over the past 13 years. Mm-hmm. You have John Cena being forced to join Nexus. You have um, 
Jericho and Rey Mysterio, Jericho talking about his mask and saying he's hiding from the fans. You got CM Punk saying that drugs and alcohol are bad and getting booed for it because he's being, like you see in the media today, he's being way too zealous about it. If you really look at it, like, I know there's a lot of shit to wade through, but WWE is doing a lot more storyline-based stuff than TNA ever does. Because TNA, once they decide a story, they try and flip-flop it three weeks later because they don't think it's working or they just fucking change their minds. Well, then again, they, they are being written by the, by the couple of crash TV artists that, that, you know, made the war happen to begin with, you know, uh, in the late 90s between WCW and uh, WWE. Right. So. right, and if you think about it, the only reason the Attitude Era existed was because Vince tried to do what his competition was doing. Mm-hmm. He did, and he did better. Yeah. But once he got rid of his competition, he didn't feel the need to do that anymore. And, and look at the mid-90s. They went to the kid-friendly fantasy thing. Uh, but that's what they do. Hey, that That's where WWE goes when they wrestle the morals. Papa Shango. Papa Shango, exactly. Uh, <laughs> you know, it was all characters and flashiness, more so. Evil Doink. Evil Doink. There you go. Perfect example. But uh, I, I, I just think there, there, thirteen pay per views a year. You know, still twelve for for TNA and TNA's raising. You know, yeah. And to the point is the you also got to ask: Is WWE raising these prices, or are the cable providers raising these prices? You know, it, it may be something in a deal with them. So you, you can't solely hold TNA and WWE responsible for them. But at a certain point, I think somebody needs to think outside the box here because uh, we didn't. We've been doing pay per views for twenty five, thirty years. Well, 25 years. I just blame point. Eric Bischoff for this, though. That's true. That's true. It was that game to, <laughs> you know, that, that turn of the century game to get up to 12 pay-per-views on both companies that, that have gone to this. But we've done nothing different. And I think it's getting stale. So, and, you know. I think, I think it'd be worthwhile looking to see if, um, uh, if the UFC pay-per-views and even boxing pay-per-views uh, have stayed the same price or if they've gone up in the past year or two. Yeah, yeah. I would... I don't. I don't know where we would look that up. I mean, we know because we we follow the wrestling and we've seen the stories and we've seen the prices and the numbers and everything. I but, think uh, they've gone up the same way that just for HD and stuff like yeah. that. Because for HD, it's more expensive feeds. It's uh, and it depends on your provider. They some of them really gouge you. It could be five bucks more. It could be fifteen to twenty, depending on where you're getting it from. Um, I think Directv, uh, from what I hear, might be a a, a big you know problem with that. Um, it's. It was really weird when I ordered WrestleMania on Fios this year. Or maybe, actually, it might have been DirecTV. One of the last few years, it was a really weird setup, and it seemed like, I think I ended up paying like $65 for, for WrestleMania HD. Actually, I think we might have even, that was, that was for SD, I think, because we got screwed up there. But, yeah. Yeah, it, it's, it, it, it's too ridiculous, you know. Um, and, 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 you know, who has the money for it? Anyways, at that point, we really got to get out of here. I, I got another interview coming up here for a music show. We're running a little late here, guys. We've gone really long. Really, holy crap, guys. Great conversation. Thanks a lot for we all this. So, really get into it. What was that? <laughs> we didn't even really get into what actually happened. At- <laughs> no, no, there's, there's more of the... Yeah, I, I didn't even, I'm looking through. I'm trying to see if there's anything on... I had a lot of news pegged out, but it was all boring compared to what we talked about. Um, uh, this is gonna, these, these are gonna be discussions that are gonna keep going throughout the next few weeks, I'm sure, as we see what develops with all these oh, storylines we've been following oh. and everything. Um, there'll be things to discuss. 
<laughs> uh, we're stay tuned here. We're gonna be uh, doing some work to Mega Mega Sorg. Thank you. I think that's Mega Sorg. I am the Mega Sorg now, according to Prince Magnus. There you go. <laughs> um, so real quick, guys, I think we learned uh, we're a wrestle fan. Uh, what you learned from wrestling this week? I think you kind of already revealed it earlier. Do you have a different one? Uh, a little bit. I have a another one is that I learned that NXT is actually uh, a lot better when it's online <laughs> somehow. <laughs> Uh yeah, I haven't really ventured that way yet. Uh yeah. No. no. Uh what about you, Mad Mike? <laughs> What'd you learn from wrestling this week? Uh I learned that huh, I I just fucking hate DNA. What's <laughs> that something you've learned? <laughs> Alright, fine. Alright, that's not something I learned. Something I learned is that uh TNA they never graduated creative writing classes because this is anything but creative jeez <laughs> wow okay that's a really interesting angle on that I guess um, it's like because they were like oh EV2 is the they I'm like okay that's cool and it's like fortune's the they I'm like okay that's you know that's a pretty cool tool and it's like why why would you do that <laughs> and you know they kept saying they is coming. They was already there. Yeah, nobody nobody showed that's, up. That's improper English. <laughs> and then they had everyone running out like it's the fucking series finale of a sitcom. Like, and here's Abyss. And then we and find out Jeff Jarrett and, and TNA rolling out. Then we find I'm out like, TNA just got canceled. I'm like, Jesus Christ, where's like? Did someone say the secret word? Because that makes the shit drop down. <laughs> There you go. There you go. The secret word is failure. Oh. <laughs> uh, from the chat room, real quick. Uh, Prince Magnus learned that you can drink with wrestlers and valets after indie shows. That that's very true. Uh, Rebellious Flodge learned that midgets just call Sorg on shit. He has nothing else to really worry about. From no, wait, 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 wait. Midgets <laughs> just call Sorg an asshole. Oh, oh. I uh, learned everyone wrestling fifteen years ago. Uh, you learned a lot of stuff here. Uh, I no longer kick midges or spray them with spider killer spray. It's baby steps. What? All right. No, no. These were all the same person. Intern. Oh, God. Um, that, that the uh, Wheel says keep midgets away from Sorg. Why? What's with the midgets? Why, why am I anti-midgets all of a sudden? Riz, I mean, you pissed off any midgets? This Liz, is old news. Riz learned that everything is more entertaining with mascots. Oh, that's that's true. No, it that's is true. not. Except, no, I tend to agree. Except for high school agree. football when the when the home team's losing, not more entertaining. It was no, very sword, except when it's one twice. Very. Sword, how do you not love seeing a sad mascot? I saw a sad oh mascot. God. I sad mascots are the greatest man, of all time. The sad mascot I saw a few weeks ago just. I think he was supposed to be a ram or something. I just he's so depressing. <laughs> I, just, so, I couldn't oh I couldn't God, handle it, a man. Sad ram mascot. I need to see it. It was mascot. it was ridiculous. And I went to I was at a school that that their team is I don't it's not really a mascot, but it's it's a bridge. They're the bridgers. What? Does it, I don't think they have it a mascot. Uh and then another one, uh I think they were uh, what's but was Butler's like the golden tornadoes or something? And it's a giant tornado! <laughs> I tried to get a picture of this for the for the uh, for the vidcast. It, it didn't it didn't work out too well. Um, but yeah. Anyways, um, LB, what'd you learn from wrestling this week? Huh. 
Um, I learned a couple things. Um, one, I learned that I could finally articulate uh, the difference between go away heat and feel heat. Okay. Uh, and the difference, it, it's, it's, they aren't booing because they don't like you. Uh, they're booing because they don't like you. I think you hit the nail on the head. Yeah. And uh, the other thing I learned was um, Hulk Hogan and Bischoff have finally, uh, I think they've hit their lowest, lowest point. Because, uh, at least, at least in my opinion, because I just don't care what they do anymore. Nothing, no, I didn't get angry when I found out that it was those two. I didn't get upset. I didn't get interested. I didn't get anything. No emotional response, whatever. Uh, they can do whatever they want. I no longer give a fuck. There you go. There you go. I I also learned, you didn't watch it to begin with. (laughs) Good point. I also learned that Naomi is wagging her finger at Michael Cole. Oh, oh. Uh, Magnus also <laughs> learned. There'll be there'll be one last thing. Sorry, I also What's learned that? that after her departure from NXT, Jamie Keys has been released from her development. Oh, that sucks. No, no. <laughs> that was so weird. Uh, uh, from Magnus in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> I think the Langoliers are in the studio. Um, (laughs) The good news is Oksana's still there. Yes, yes. Um, I learned that I, I, I I believe Goldust uh, feuded for the uh, the million dollar title about fifteen years ago, and I'm glad to see him doing it again. Uh, And and Oksana, Oksana is the new Marlena, and I'm loving it. Uh, from the chat room, Magnus. Next week, I'm going to learn that it looks like when Matt Hardy hits the twist of fate on an office environment, in in an office environment on a WWE logger. So, <laughs> all right, guys, we really gotta get out of here. Thanks a lot. Check us out, of course. Good times at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Um, <laughs> if to email us and hit some voicemails over at four one two two zero six WMS zero. Whoa, WrestlingMayhemShow.com for all the rest of that stuff. <laughs> check us out, check us out here live to join all this crazy crap. 8 p.m. Eastern, live.sorgatronmedia.com for all that stuff. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks a lot. Thank you for listening to the Wrestling Mayhem Show. Please subscribe to our iTunes streams and blog at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Email us at goodtimes at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Or call us with any comments at 412-206-WMS0. We love to hear from our fans, and who knows, maybe you'll make it onto the show. The Wrestling Mayhem Show was recorded live in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, in front of a live internet audience, and is a production of Sorgatron Media. You can be part of the show as we record live every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, on TalkShoe.com and Eastern.tv.